Hi, this is Annie Fox of Family Confidential, Secrets of Successful Parenting. My guest today is Dr. Jeff Rubin. Dr. Rubin has been teaching conflict resolution for over 30 years. He blogs at From Insults to Respect, A Guide to Anger and Conflict Resolution. And he is the author of the free book, Dealing with Insults, Teasing, and Criticism. Hi, Jeff. Welcome to Family Confidential. Nice to be here, Annie. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It's really nice to have you. Okay, I want to jump right into this because we don't have a lot of time. And I want to talk about what I find is really um, annoying and frustrating to me as someone who spends a lot of time um, in social media reading comments, comments other people make, people comments people make to me. Um, it has to do with insults. And I know that you've been working for a long time around changing insults into uh, behavior that's more respectful. I wanted to know how you got into that. Well, um, I worked for over 30 years with teenagers and their parents. And um, one of the things that most frustrated them was when somebody treated them disrespectfully, when somebody insulted them. And I, too, like to be treated respectfully. Um, over the years, some of my suggestions didn't seem to be such so warmly received, but every now and then I'd come up with something that people would say, wow, Dr. Rubin, that was really helpful. And uh, when I retired, I wanted to give something back because over the years, um, it cost over $100 an hour for my services. And I come from meager means. I grew up uh, above a hardware store on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn with the elevated train tracks going by regularly. Lots of noise, huh? <laughs> it was noisy. I, my, nobody I knew could afford $100 an hour to get some help. So I started this blog that for free, people could get some uh, the advice that I found particularly helpful over the years. So I know teenagers are, are hypersensitive to the judgment of others and parents are, are sometimes trying to be helpful, but their help is misinterpreted or sometimes parents get really frustrated and they out and out insult their, their teenagers. Yeah. And so teenagers kind of um, take that in a defensive way and throw back what they've gotten. And and then I'm thinking about social media, which I consider the largest unsupervised playground in yeah. the world. Yeah. So um, can you give us some insight into some of these, these techniques that people said, wow, <laughs> that is really helpful. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, one of the things that was most helpful was, first of all, I, I created videotapes of, with teenagers uh, dealing with uh, responding to criticism in a variety of ways. I showed hundreds of uh, people, both teenagers and other people, um, these different videotapes. And what we talked about, uh, who do you respect? Uh, the same person who responded one way to criticism. When they were rated, people said, oh, I don't really like that person. I don't really, really respect that person. That same person, when they used a different style of responding to criticism, people said, oh, I really like that person. Oh, I really, that was, that, boy, I really respect that. That person's really mature. So I, by observing this, I created a, uh, uh, there were five levels of uh, dealing with this from the most immature to the most respected, most mature way. And so there were these five levels. And then I had people rating uh, these videotapes uh, using these different levels. And there's no question people who respond in a more mature way. It's, it's presented not 
as a dogma, we start off with this model of the five levels, and then people we say learn these, and then you could personalize it. It might not fit exactly for you. This isn't a religion. Start off learning this so you can see some model that uh, some people works. I explain why it uh, was acceptable and people liked it. There's something intuitively plausible about it because. People would prefer to be treated this way themselves. So you just ask yeah. them. It's a golden rule kind of thing. Yeah, How would you yeah. like uh, if you were criticizing somebody? Would you like them to uh, shove you or uh, call your names, start shouting at you, or would you re- prefer to be responded responded in a way that people uh, that with respect and uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, so I'm wondering if we get some concrete examples here of, of and because we can't look at the videotapes right now, that we'll, right. we'll definitely um, include a link here where people can. Um, for example, a simple thing where uh, someone is insulting someone and and one of several ways you could respond so that, that, that come from this work. I'm, I'm fascinated by this. Uh, okay, so if Annie, let's say you just criticize me, could you think of something you could criticize me? And I'm not saying. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So I don't like the color of your sweater, Jeff. My sweater, huh? Uh, well, what kind of color would you like? I think you'd look better uh, in a in a color. brighter color, like maybe a blue or or a nice green. Okay. Uh, well, I really appreciate you. You know, you took the time to let me know what uh, you think about my sweater. That's really kind of you. I'm very, always interested in what you have to say, Annie. Thanks a lot. Wow, that's so cool. Okay, so let's give me an example of how uh, how you might respond immaturely, Jeff. I don't really like that sweater. It does nothing for you. Well, who the heck cares about what you have to say? <laughs> I don't even ask you your opinion. I wish you'd just shut your big mouth. <laughs> Oh, this is great. And you can definitely see how this could escalate quickly. And online, people seem to give themselves license to be incredibly rude to levels that they would never even put their toe in the water if they were face-to-face, correct? I'm afraid so. They don't see your eyes. I mean, the eyes say, you know, you look into somebody's eyes and it's oftentimes a different story. Totally different story. So, so my question that I get a lot from parents and one that I've posed myself is how do we teach kids to be more respectful or play nice on social media when, first of all, the norm is not that. And there's so much, um, there's so much button pushing going on. Emotions play a lot of a role in how we respond. Yes. Um, again, it starts off, I think, Providing a model of the two, uh, you know, uh, relatively unkind, what I would consider a, a less mature way to respond and uh, say to the person, Gee, if somebody spoke that way to you, uh, would you prefer that or would you prefer to get a response, excuse me, a response uh, like this? And then I would model an alternative response, ask mm-hmm. how you would uh, prefer to be treated. I think we have a discussion of that sort first. Then I would say, gee, I really think uh, you, that makes sense because uh, most people will say I prefer uh, you know, to be treated with respect. And uh, I do talk about uh, how, how uh, the most common way that uh, things turn into a violent reaction is because somebody felt as if they were treated disrespectfully. And yeah. I think, say that you could help uh, um, this country and the people uh, – that uh, we all interact with if we present a more respectful way to uh, deal with people. Now, this is very rational, and of course, I agree with you. 
Um, but the emotional part is the part that, you know, all of a sudden throws us on a train going 120 miles an hour and we're heading for a cliff. And it's really hard to be rational and, as you say, mature when you're feeling so damn mad because someone insulted you. So how do we take care – how do we slow down the train to, to actually um, behave in ways that we feel good about? Uh, very good question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, well, one of the things, again, is to provide models. Uh, one of the biggest uh, things that help when somebody starts noticing that they're getting angry, they don't realize – that one of their options would be to just summarize what just was said and then say, gee, I think you're bringing up some good points. Let me take some time to think about that mm-hmm. instead of letting it, the anger build up. And actually to prepare that, even if you have an, an ongoing relationship and you notice you're getting angry and things start to blow, blow up from time to time, to discuss this not when you're in the midst of, of an anger storm, but rather when you uh, things you say, let's go take a walk or uh, you're in the car driving some place and everybody's in a relatively good mood to create a situation where you, there's a timeout thing that you could create so you can make a t sign or just say uh, let me have time to think might be the and for both of you to agree that when you get that particular signal there's a tremendous thing that happens too because both uh, parties get to calm down but you also have time to discuss what was anger, angering you with other people that you respect and when you go back to the situation both of you have had time to calm down, but you're going to present a whole new way to your argument because you've really had time to think about it. You've had time to discuss it with other people you respect. You go in there, and it increases dramatically how much respect people have yeah. if you uh, learn the skill. And you can't just say, oh, oh that's good. It takes practice. It's sort yeah. of like a, a great actor doesn't just read his part one time and say, gee, I, I think this is the part I want to play. I'm ready to go on in front of a Broadway stage in front of the New York Times review. You have to, in your mind, practice it, get in front of a mirror, practice it a few times with your friends. And these skills can be learned. It could get very discouraging at first. You say, oh, I just read this. It makes sense. I went out there. I got angry. I blew up. It didn't work at all. What the heck's going on here? Yeah. So that's uh, – it takes practice just like a good actor knows he's got to go over or she's got to go over at the part. And eventually it, you all, almost are excited when somebody criticizes you. you it's welcoming. You're, you're looking – it's an opportunity to increase your respect rather than to think, oh, this guy is pulling me down. He's going to humiliate me and I'm going to be disrespected and get, you get all worked up. It's almost – you say, oh, it's, yeah. how, you know, this is a great opportunity. No, I love that, that idea of looking for opportunities to practice this. And of course, with practice, we become more confident in our ability to do it. And it's like, then it's like, bring it on. I'm uh, okay. <laughs> very much so. I love it. So, you know, the timeout thing mm-hmm. works great. If one of the two people in this close relationship um, has the wherewithal to recognize, wait, I'm I'm starting to simmer here. I'm starting yeah. to, I'm about to lose it. Then you do this and, and it's like, oh, wow. Okay. I'm, I'm really glad you did that because I was feeling that way too. Yeah. Um, that and the idea of, of practicing and for parents, since most of my listeners are parents, the idea of modeling this because we all get our buttons pushed daily. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah. the idea that um, what, the way you personally, as a parent in the home, in the in the thick of family conflicts, 
and day-to-day living, the way you as a parent handle your frustration and, and your anger is, is a model for your kids. Very much so. The most, uh, the best way to teach kids is to model the, uh, um, the behavior you want to see them emulate. Um, it's challenging because parents, they come home from work, uh, they get in some traffic jam and they come home. And it's interesting. I talked about the five levels. A yeah. lot of uh, parents tell me, you know, when I'm at work, I do use a level four or five. As soon as I come home, I see my husband. I can't believe it. He says something to me and I blow up a, on him. So in, within different settings, people uh, respond at different levels. And it does it just simply take more practice to bring it to uh, a situation where you're having more difficult. Um, that's interesting what you bring up. It's like knowing what appropriate behavior is in different settings, knowing that, hey, you know, if you're immature at work, you're probably not going to be at that position very long. Um, and giving yourself license to be less than mature with your family, it, it, I'm equating that to the license kids often give themselves in their behavior online. It's like there are no yeah. consequences. Yeah. So, but there are. <laughs> I'm afraid so. We do talk. I, I think one of the ways to bring this home, I mean, there are a number of people who have seriously hurted, hurt themselves uh, to the level of even suicide as yeah. a result of it. People do take these issues to heart, even online. And um, I think a few case studies to bring that before uh, parents and teenagers – I think can uh, help to get people to think more deeply about this. So what I hear you saying is that we need to um, model behavior that we want to see in our kids. And if that is um, stepping back uh, from the precipice of anger so that you don't give yourself license to, to be insulting or disrespectful. And also to, to look at it as an opportunity rather than um, a problem when someone is is disrespectful to you, you've got the skills, if you practice it enough, you will be able to then confidently deal with what comes at you. At least, you know, you'll be progressing in a direction of having more control over it. Did I hear that right? Very much so. I just would add one more point, if I may. Uh Uh, Sure. One of the things that, another thing that parents found particularly helpful to learn about is a lot of times when you're, you want to make a a suggestion or encourage your kid to do something, one of the best things is to mention the problem and ask the kid first or the teenager first, what do you think we should do about that? Because if they come up with it, there is some research by Albert Bandura that shows that they're three times more likely to carry out the plan if they come up with the idea. Um, Oftentimes, they'll come up with the same idea that you uh, will. If not, you could go into a negotiation kind of strategy. But if they do come up with the same idea, it's much better for them to come up with the idea first and say to them after, well, I like that. You know, I'm going to call that Annie's plan. (laughs) Write it down as Annie's plan. Let's see if that works. You're getting smarter every day. I feel good just hearing you say that. That's really good. (laughs) Well, they're going to use my plan. I love it. (laughs) That's great, Jeff. Okay, we only have about a minute left, and I'd love to give our listeners and viewers an opportunity to find out more about where they can learn what you do. So can you tell us where they can find you? Yes. If you go to from insults to respect.com, you will go to my blog and you can go. There's a way at the bottom of the page to go to the very first post 
and it's a free, by doing that and then at your uh, own pace go to the next post and to the next post it's a free uh, social skill emotional intelligence curriculum doesn't cost you a penny and uh, that's uh, something that uh, I'd like to encourage your listeners to do that, that's great I'm certainly going to do this wonderful thanks so much for your time again Jeff I really appreciate it this is important work thank you so much appreciate it Annie okay have a good one you too. This is Annie Fox of Family Confidential. To learn more about my work for parents of tweens and teens, visit AnnieFox.com. And check out my new parenting book, Teaching Kids to Be Good People, Progressive Parenting for the 21st Century. And my latest book for tween girls, the girls' Q&A book on friendship, 50 Ways to Fix a Friendship Without the Drama. And if you like this podcast, and we hope you do, please consider rating us on iTunes. It may be a little thing to you, but it means an awful lot to us. Family Confidential Podcast is produced by Electric Eggplant, creators of books and apps for parents, kids, tweens, and teens. And tune in next time when my guest will be Galit Breen. Galit is the author of the new book, Kindness Wins, a simple, no-nonsense guide to teaching our kids how to be kind online. Until next time, happy parenting. Thank you.